episode number 19. Welcome in. This is the Expected Returns Podcast. My name is Stephen Lutman. I'm a real estate investor and agent in the capital region of New York State. This is very much a real estate focused conversation. However, we do also touch on financial markets, economic data, really anything that's going to impact the world of housing. Last time we touched base was episode number 18, the election day special, which was by far the lowest consumed episode yet. And it really wasn't even close. So message received. You guys very much drive the bus here and I'll do a better job of staying in my lane, focus on real estate and real estate adjacent topics going forward. Speaking of going forward, we are creeping up to year end here. This is middle of December, which means the year end newsletter will be going out. Luckily for you, it's not too late. This is something you can still sign up for. As always, everything I put out here is going to be 100% free. However, it does require you actually signing up for it. So you got to head on over to sjlincoln.com slash join, plug in your mailing address. This is specifically a physical copy that's going to be going out the newsletter for year end. So again, sjlincoln.com slash join, sign up. It is going to be going out in the next couple of days. So while you're not too late, uh, make sure you do it pronto. With that said, let's get into the episode. I want to start the conversation today talking about learning new things. You know, a few weeks ago, I managed to get a crack in the windshield of my truck. And fun fact about cracks in the windshield is that they generally don't fix themselves. So this was something I'd put off for a while. Meanwhile, the crack is getting bigger and bigger to the point. This is now clearly a safety issue. I've never replaced a windshield before. However, if you just think through all of the steps involved with something like that, you have whoever you hire is going to have to obviously source the new product that fits your exact vehicle. They're going to be driving out to meet you on site, removing the broken one, properly installing the new, disposing of your broken one. And then obviously they need to drive off to headquarters or wherever they're headed next. If you had told me that was a thousand dollar job, I would have said, sounds about right. The time, the labor, the material involved, thousand dollars felt appropriate. What it actually ended up costing was about $200. <laughs> now, I'm no dummy. I've been around the block a time or two. But what it boils down to is that you simply don't know what you don't know. And as we wrap up 2022, there are a lot of unknowns. We have a workforce today where roughly a third of which would have been college-aged or younger during the great financial crisis, meaning they have no idea what widespread layoffs actually looks like. And only 10% of people working today would have also been doing so in the early 1980s, which is the last time we had inflation at these levels, meaning almost none of us have any idea the long-term ramifications of high inflation actually look like in practice. General consensus is that the unemployment rate next year will be somewhere in the mid-fours, so millions of Americans will be losing their jobs over the next few months. We also know that Going back all the way to the spring, job vacancies have also been shrinking. Those who are going to be seeking employment are going to have a smaller pool in which they can apply. Now, it's not all doom and gloom. Realtor.com is projected capital region housing prices will increase roughly 4% next year. We live locally here, close by to folks like Regeneron, Global Foundries, Plug Power, folks that are working on not only really interesting products, but stuff that's also really, really important as well. And we also never want to forget that we do live in a country of democratic elections, widespread access to vaccines, 
extremely low poverty rates. These are characteristics that hundreds of millions of people will never be able to say they live under. Next episode, we are going to touch on goal setting, but for the time being, I think it's important just to take a deep breath. Yes, there's a lot we don't know, but what I do feel good in saying is that whatever setbacks there might be are usually going to be worse in our heads than they are in reality. Next up, some thoughts on fraud and why more debt is actually a good thing. But first, a quick word from today's show sponsor, SJ Lincoln Realty, helping home buyers and sellers throughout the capital region. I've been a real estate investor for over a decade and operate the office here as the licensed broker. If you or somebody that you care about has a real estate related need, let's connect. Steven at sjlincoln.com. That is my email address goes directly to me or visit sjlincoln.com slash book a call and you can schedule a phone or Zoom conversation with me. Again, email is steven at sjlincoln.com. There are new, no new agents learning on the job or assistance between you and me. All communication, you can get a hold of me very easily. So again, that's steven at sjlincoln.com, sjlincoln.com slash book a call. Let's get back to the show. A gentleman by the name of Sam Bankman-Fried was arrested this past week on charges he used customer deposits from his crypto trading platform, FTX, to fund his own personal lifestyle. If you think that you had a bad 2022, this guy went from being worth billions of dollars to now sitting in prison. But let's fast forward for a moment and let's assume that he does get convicted and the feds start seizing assets to help repay victims of the fraud. I thought it'd be a fun thought experiment for us to talk about who should have to return money. Perhaps we'll start with something least offensive and graduate to something maybe a little bit more controversial. Miami-Dade County has a basketball arena where they entered into a naming rights deal with FTX last year. They've reportedly collected $20 million so far on that naming rights deal. Should the municipality, and, and a quick side tangent here, this arena is owned by the government and it's generating revenue versus in New York state, we're funding hundreds of millions of dollars to build the new bills arena, but it's going to be owned by a rich guy. The politicians that negotiated this deal should be locked up right along with this SBF guy. This is absolutely criminal behavior, but regardless, should Miami-Dade County be responsible for refunding money? Should the government be benefiting when civilians are suffering. Now let's turn to spokesmen. So we have Tom Brady, Giselle, both were spokespeople. Kevin O'Leary, for anyone that watches Shark Tank, you'll know him as Mr. Wonderful. He's come out publicly and said he was funded $15 million by FTX to be a spokesperson. Should they return money? If you are being paid, whether it's a crypto trading platform or McDonald's or Nike, what responsibility do you have to look into where the source of money is coming from that you're getting paid from? How about you're running for public office? The last election cycle, SBF donated $40 million to Democrats that were running for public office. He said he's done similar for Republicans as well. So we could easily be close to $100 million of political donations. If it's discovered that stolen money was donated to your campaign, should you then be required to return that money? 
what if you can't, <laughs> right? Because a lot of these politicians are using this money for advertising to get the word out. The money's probably not there. What responsibility as a politician do you have to source the money that's coming into your campaign? And last, at its absolute peak, FTX had a, roughly 300 employees on its books. And during that time, billions of dollars were being swept from customer accounts into you know, God knows where. Let's say as an employee, you knew something nefarious was going on, but you didn't do anything to stop it. Or maybe you suspected something was going on. You felt, eh, this doesn't quite feel right. What if you knew absolutely nothing, but the pain that your employer distributed to the universe is caused suffering of thousands of customers? What responsibility as an employee do you have before you start employment somewhere? What vetting should you be doing of where you're going to work? There's a very interesting phenomenon happening in markets at the moment where deposit rates are higher than loan rates. Black Knight is a data analytics firm that specializes in real estate. They recently found that homeowners with a mortgage, two-thirds of which have one with a rate below 4% versus, as of today's recording, the one-year U.S. Treasury is paying 4.75%. I am not in the business of talking people out of making extra principal payments on their mortgage. It is a smart thing to do. But the reason I bring up this topic is because I do want to make people aware there are other options available. This conversation has less to do with the spread between the two. I mean, even if you do the math, let's say the spread is 1% and you're someone that pays an extra $100 per month on your mortgage. Over the life of the loan, we're talking dozens of dollars, it, inconsequential. But the moment you make that extra $100 payment per month, yes, you're increasing the equity in your property, but good luck getting that wealth out in the event that you need it. That type of equity, that type of wealth you're creating is known as illiquid meaning it's extremely difficult to turn that into cash versus what we talked about earlier, U.S. Treasuries being the most liquid market on planet Earth. You need to get some cash on your hands. That's extremely easy to do. I know for a fact that the listenership of this program is overwhelmingly talented, hardworking, smart people, but even high performers experience times of distress. Having liquidity can be the difference between a temporary setback and a life-altering event. Get out of here today with this. Thank you to you, the listener, the viewer. More people consume the show today than they did at the start of the year. That makes me feel great. Yes, I want to continue growing the audience. However, equally as important is making sure the audience I already have stays alive. So please make good decisions this holiday season. If you ever want to chat, get a hold of me, Stephen at sjlincoln.com. That's my email address. SJ Lincoln Realty on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. That's going to be the one that's going to be most active. That's where I would steer you. Let's enjoy some time with friends, with family. I can't wait to connect with you again in the new year. Happy holidays. We'll talk again soon.